0: This is Nightlife with Philip Clark. on ABC Radio. Joining us for a look at this week's business and finance news is the ABC's business editor, Ian Verinder. Ian, good evening.
1: Evening, Phil. How are you well, going?
0: Not too bad. Well, I'm all right, uh, uh, I suppose, but mortgage holders, not so. The big news, of course, the Reserve Bank deciding to lift the mortgage rate. OK, it was widely predicted um, by 0.25 basis points to 3.35%. But the language in the Reserve Bank was quite aggressive, wasn't it?
1: It certainly was, yeah. Much more aggressive than than I expected, for sure. I mean, I was thinking that uh, perhaps they'd come out with a... Well, I thought there might be a chance that they wouldn't actually move, mm. and they would say, you know, we've, we've done a lot so far. Let's sit back and wait to see what the impact of that is going to be. Yeah. I mean, they did make, a, you know, admissions that, you know, we're uncertain about the combined effect of all the rate hikes we've had so far. Because mm. bear in mind, while this was the ninth uh, straight rate hike, one for every meeting, there's the equivalent of thirteen rate hikes that they've delivered since May last year, because several of them were double double whammies. So you know we've had thirteen rate hikes over the period, uh, you know, in under a year. It's it's pretty extraordinary.
0: Yeah, and he's and well, and and Philip Lowe, rapidly making himself the most hated man in Australia, if not there already, uh, says, <clears throat> well, if you. If you haven't smoked that enough in your pipe, I've got some more coming.
1: Yeah. In fact, he's talking about rate hikes to come in the months to come. Yeah. yeah. Months. months. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, that that's really quite aggressive that's out there. There could, There is an element, of course, where he's simply trying to scare the horses, where he's trying to essentially tell everybody, you know, if you don't rein your spending, all right, this is what's going to happen. Um And so, you know, that's not a promise that they will raise rates, you know, in the next few months, continually raise them, but it's enough to get a lot of uh, the banks that were quite... Uh, reasonable, ha- well, had reasonable um, predictions that uh, perhaps they'd go to around about this level and stop. So it's caused some of those banks to rewrite their predictions and up them. And so it would appear we, in- we are in for a lot more pain. And look, that is despite even the Reserve Bank admitting that there has been a moderation in a lot of the forces that have been driving global inflation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the news out of America. I mean, the American most experts there think that the peak has passed.
1: That's right, and you know. So, in, what are they,
0: What's the RBA going going on about?
1: Well, in the statement, they're talking about there's lower global energy prices. A lot of the supply chain problems and shipping cost problems that we've seen have eased, and the impact of higher interest rates globally is starting to have an effect. And so, we are starting to see a deceleration in inflation. Well, I guess what they're worried about is that domestic inflation. Is still quite high, very high, too high, they say, and it needs to come down. Um, but, you know, they are taking a very aggressive approach. But
0: how much of this is caused by spending and how much is caused by things like high electricity prices?
1: Well, if you look at the inflation numbers that came out for the December quarter and they mm. dropped, uh, you know, just a few weeks back, there was quite a uh, it, look, they were higher than anticipated, and particularly on the on the reading that the Reserve Bank looks at, which is called core inflation. So it strips Ooh. out a lot of volatile elements, and it was much higher than they had predicted. And so I think that really rattled them. Uh, there was a lot a lot of it was actually concentrated in what's known as services, and particularly tourism and accommodation so it would appear that a lot of Australians having been locked up for so long have decided to really lash out particularly when it comes to to holidays in that period leading up to Christmas uh, it's debatable as to what's happened since then but it could it could have continued on we have since of course had um, some numbers out on retail sales in December, which were shocking, shockingly bad. Um, so maybe that will then, you know, continue on and flow through, and they will decide to, you know, ease up on the on the rate uh, hike uh, mm. rate that they've got going at the moment.
0: Meanwhile, though, of course, for mortgage holders, mm. it's, it's grim news. I mean, there'll be people in real trouble uh, here, won't there? In fact, the Reserve Bank itself knows this. Oh yeah, don't they? Because yep. they've they've done their own research on the matter. What does that say?
1: Um, Look, just before we get to that, one of the interesting things in this statement that came out uh, this week that that accompanied the... uh the uh, decision to raise rates again. You know, the Reserve Bank has been going on and on. They've been banging on forever about. We've got all these, you know, incredible buffers, savings buffers. There's, you know, $270 billion worth of savings in the bank and, and all this money sitting in offset accounts. So everybody, you know, don't worry about rising interest rates. Everybody will be able to sail through it. Well, in this statement that, that accompanied the decision today, they said this, uh, well, this week, oh, sorry, they said this. Some households have substantial savings buffers, but others are experiencing a painful squeeze on their budgets due to higher interest rates and the increase in the cost of living, and that's the first time they've acknowledged, publicly acknowledged, the impact that their rate uh, decisions are having on on a lot of households, particularly younger people. And this follows, getting back to your question, this follows some research that they commissioned back in October last year, around about the time that Philip Lowe made that apology for uh, you know mm. people believing that interest rates wouldn't go up for the next few years and what that uh, that research was really quite startling in its findings it found that a half of all Australian households would suffer more a more than twenty percent decline in their spare cash their spare cash flows um, as a result of higher interest rates and as you move along the spectrum you see uh, a, a smaller but still substantial amount of Households that would lose around forty to sixty percent of their spare cash, wow. then mm-hmm. eighty to one hundred percent, and the most startling thing mm-hmm. of all was that fifteen percent of all households with a variable mortgage would lose more than one hundred percent of their spare cash flow, so they wouldn't have enough money to pay the mortgage, and that means or buy food or anything else, so their mortgage would just completely wipe them out. Wow. So that that's Reserve mm. Bank research there. Mm. So they know what they're dealing with here, and they know the potential pain that uh, this is going to possibly cause. Now, if you have that many people, um, that many households experiencing a level of cash flow problems to that extent, that's going to flow through to the economy, to business profits, to employment, and they do expect unemployment to rise. But I mean, that is a lot of that's a lot of pain to put through the economy.
0: Yeah, I mean it just—it just gets back to this terribly, you know, blunt tool that interest rates are. They are a bit, as you and I have talk, talked a lot about, the reasons for inflation are complicated. In fact, the peak of inflation may have already passed. It, it's uh, yeah, quite The banks possible. haven't even fully passed on the interest rate rise in December. No. Uh, so. The Reserve Bank doesn't even know what the effect of their current rate rises is.
1: Well, they list all the uncertainties, <laughs> you know, this week as well. I mean, and that's the key one. Monetary policy operates with a lag, they say. So the full effects of the rate hikes that we've put through so far have yet to be felt. Uh, that's talking about, you know, those interest rate hikes from the banks haven't even come through from December yet. Uh, then they're talking about the timing and extent uh, and extent of the expected slowdown in household spending. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just and how. Will the global economy respond? Well, the global economy is already starting to, to slow right down in terms of inflation. Mm-hmm. and And the global growth is not looking... Great, but it is a little bit better than than previously anticipated. So there are hopes out there amongst uh, you know developed nations that uh, we will be able to avoid a major global recession. At this, but look, it's all up in the air. Nobody knows yet. But the problem is, you know, it's very difficult to go. It's very easy, sorry, to go too hard too quickly. And we've had an enormous rise in interest rates. And I would have just thought it'd be time to say, let's sit back and see for a couple of months what happens. If it's not fixed, we'll have to go even harder. Um, But at the moment, uh, they just seem determined to continue on. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's got... I mean, this creates... I mean, it creates problems for the government too, because, I mean, mean, there's only so much of, of, well, the Reserve Bank's independent of government's nothing to do with us type of noise Hmm. that... Jim Chalmers, the Treasurer, and Mr Albanese, the Prime Minister, can make, albeit albeit that is true.
1: Hmm.
0: But people are going to say, hang on, you're the government, do something.
1: I would imagine that there's a pretty big reason why Jacinta Ahern decided to uh, get out of politics in New Zealand because mm. I'll tell you what, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand has really been going gangbusters when it comes to raising interest rates. Mm. They've been far more aggressive than we are here. Um, and I think as a result, she would have absolutely no chance of being re-elected. And that's, you know, as a result of an independent central bank.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's right. But this may mark the end of the honeymoon too for the current federal government, do you think?
1: It's never, I uh, guess, guess, easy to um, have the you know the electorate on side when you've got the economy turning in the wrong direction, mm. when you've got unemployment rising, when you've got uh, the cost of living, which was you know front and center in terms of policy, and we will address this in the last election, and that is going to continue to to rise and be a problem uh, for for the entire electorate,
0: and. Well, property prices are already falling will fall further, you'd expect.
1: Well, again, you know, another reason why you would expect the Reserve Bank to possibly try to, to moderate things here. I mean, you know, we've spoken about this before, but Australia... You know you can 't just take a cookie cutter approach to monetary policy and say, "Here is the problem with inflation. Here is the solution with interest rates. Every country is different we 're not america we 're not europe we 're not Japan. Mm. We have our own unique set of circumstances and uh, you know what whatever 's going on here and one of the big things of course, is that we have enormous amounts of household debt that debt is mostly invested in real estate that real estate is Uh, secured by mortgages which are either variable or very short-term fixed loans. Now, in America, the fixed-term rates go for 30 years. Hmm. Ours, you know, you're lucky to get a two-year, three-year maybe uh, fixed-term rate. So what happens here is that whenever the Reserve Bank... um, makes a decision to raise rates, it has a far more immediate impact on household spending and, and a much larger, proportionally larger impact on household spending because we are so indebted uh, over real estate. Hmm. So, you know, you, you can't simply say, well, this is what's worked in America. Their rates have gone up faster and harder than ours. True, but it's not having the same impact on household spending that this is going to have here. So you've got to be really, really careful. Hmm. Yep.
0: All right. Sobering time is Ian. Good to talk. Thank you. Thanks. Sir.
1: You've been listening to a nightlife podcast. For more great conversations about the issues that impact you, as well as features on travel and food, head to the nightlife webpage. You'll find it at abc.net.au slash nightlife. You don't need to be a night owl to enjoy the nightlife.